Welcome to the show after the show. My name is Amadeus. With me is Eden Kendall from 99.9 Gator Country. And I'm super excited because today we're talking to one of the founding members of Trans-Siberian Orchestra. What is, uh, so Al, Al Petrelli? Al Petrelli. Al Petrelli joins us now. Now, he is not just a musician. He's also the guy who sweats the most during the show <laughs> yes. because he's like the operations guy that's making sure everything's coming off without a hitch. And believe us, there are a lot of moving parts on this show. Good morning, Al. Good morning. How are you? Well, um, <laughs> we lost power yesterday at 2 in the afternoon. We still don't have it back. So there's no electricity, no phones, no cells. So, well, I have my cell phone, but I'm sitting in my truck charging it because I couldn't charge it in the house. Sounds like you're on Gilligan's Island. Dude, uh, yeah, and where's Marianne and Ginger when you need them? <laughs> exactly. Well, so why'd the power go out? Uh, rumor has it some semi hit the main pole down in town. We live in a really tiny town up here in the mountains, so, you know. You got these guys, like, you know, with a couple Band-Aids and some duct tape trying to put it back together. Where exactly do you live? Uh, Milford, Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. Okay, very cool. Well, we hope you get your yeah, power so back so I apologize soon. for the cell. You know, hopefully, uh, you, you know, the clarity's not too bad. No, it sounds but. fine. Sounds, sounds excellent. So, as long as we have you on the line, why don't we talk a little bit about TSO? I mean, since you called I to say hello. Wanna- my favorite subject. <laughs> <laughs> we are so excited because for the last, I don't know how long, TSO has been in Jacksonville on a Thursday night, and it's kind of hard to get up the next morning, but it's going to be on a Friday night this year. We are super excited about that. Yeah, so am I. I listen, the last couple of years have been a little strange, to say the least. No reason to rehash all that, but the fact that we have a Friday night down by you guys, it's going to be absolute pandemonium. We're bringing a brand-new show, more production. You know, all the normal bells and whistles. I'm just excited to get back out there and do this. When you come up with a brand new show, when everything when everything finally gets all nailed down and set in place, is there like a group of people that get to see the first ever version, first ever run through, like family and friends or anything like that? Over the years, yeah, we've had some guests come to our, um, we do our production rehearsals in Omaha, Nebraska. And so we'll do a dress rehearsal and we'll have some people come down. Uh, obviously, last year that we were not able to do that. Right. So the first folks who saw the show was opening night. <laughs> was oh, like, my goodness. You know, a couple, couple Hail Marys and the sign of the cross, and hopefully they like it. <laughs> <laughs> what are some things, what are some things, Al? Obviously, we don't like to dwell on, on anything negative, but in every live performance, there can be little things that the audience never finds out about that maybe just everybody in the production crew and all the people on stage and the musicians actually know about. Are, are, are there any bloopers like that you could share? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, that happens all the time. My job is to make sure that that never translates to the audience. You know, there, there's been times where, you know, one of the singers is thrown up at a bucket backstage, you know, I'll be at the flu or whatever. And, you know, on a dime, we have to kind of, you know, like change songs or change singers or change keys. So we have a pretty good comm system that I can communicate with, uh, you know, all the department heads and let them know what's going on as we're playing. That's really you know. that's really cool to learn behind the scenes because, I mean, not to that degree, but Eden and I have the same thing happen. Sometimes we'll be in the middle of a break or, or planning something and there'll just be some kind of snafu and it's like, okay, we got to wing it and fix this. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It's, I have the easiest job in the world until something goes wrong, and then, you know, then it's like, all right, well, let's just make it work. Because, you know, folks in the audience paid for their tickets. They want a great show. Our responsibility is to give them a great show, no matter what. So there's been, you know, there, there's been some mishaps that occur. 
Uh, you know, I remember, you know, just, just goofy stuff. Nothing too over the top because, again, we do have the most incredible crew ever, and they rehearse as much as we do. A so few weeks ago, I think we, the, oh. the weirdest one we did. It was a show in Kansas City about maybe ten years ago, and the production manager came up to me and he said, uh, "Listen, we lost the truck last night. There was an accident." I'm like, "Okay." He goes, "Yeah." I go, well, "Which truck it is?" He goes, "The one with the stage." Oh, just oh, the one no. with the stage. Just the one. Yeah, with the stage. you know, and there's like 30,000 tickets sold for the two shows at, at KC. And he goes, Don't worry about it, boss. We'll figure it out. I, I don't know if they got plywood, milk crates. I don't know what they did. But we what? did a show and nobody knew the difference. So, you know, this is the level of professionalism. And these guys love this thing as much as we all do. And, uh, you know, without our crew, without our department heads, without our manager, without the O'Neill family, you know, uh, we'd be in a lot of trouble. But everybody's got a common goal put on the biggest rock show ever. And, you know, um, with the way social media is now, there are tons of little snippets on TikTok and all of the different social media, you know, sharing parts of the performances people are just absolutely so it's clearly continuing to bring in new fans mm-hmm. which is a little terrifying because you know <clears throat> excuse me i don't know as recent as maybe 15 years ago you know before videos and the internet and youtube and all that stuff you go out and you play a show and you know it was, oh, that was a good show now it, it's global instantly you know so there's no room for mistakes you know if, if i see a video and like i drop a note it ruins my day <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. so we've all worked a lot harder it's funny because it reminds me there's an interview with keith richards years ago where they um, the stones first started touring he's like yeah we were out there playing whatever and then all of a sudden they invented like you know like live sound systems you know in, in the late 60s early 70s and he goes you could hear every mistake so he goes you know we had to go back to the drawing board and actually practice and get really good because now you can hear what we're doing <laughs> that's funny yeah i hate it when they can actually hear what you're doing as a musician exactly <laughs> Ew. one of the things we love most about tso al is that it's a family tradition we have a lot of listeners who will either call up to win tickets or tell us they're getting tickets because they started taking their kids and now the whole family's taking the grandkids it's such an amazing tradition. It really is. I mean, I'd never in a million years, you know, when we first started this thing, did I ever think that that was going to occur. I mean, why would you think that? You know, we just wanted to make great music. Paul O'Neill, you know, he said, he goes, I just want to make great art. Hopefully it'll catch on. You know, boy, did it. Yeah. You know, so now, like you just said, to look out in the audience and see people who have been coming to see us, you know, our first tour was in 99, so you're talking 23 years ago. Gosh, that's you crazy. Know, they've grown up. Maybe they've had children, like you said, maybe they've you know, become grandparents and they're bringing their grandkids. And we've been seeing, you know, uh, I, I've met infants online that are now in their teens or their 20s, you know, and we're all growing up together, my kids included. I love wow. being out there and seeing the little kids in their Christmas dresses or their, you know, their, their absolute Sunday best for this show because a lot of concerts you go to, you're wearing shorts and a t-shirt or you're just comfortable, but this is a fun event. This is a fun, like family dress up event. Mm -hmm. No, it's incredible. You know, the folks that come back year after year, I affectionately refer to them as our repeat offenders. Uh They just love it. You know, they come back, you know, with new family members, older family members. And like you said, people, some of them are going, uh, getting dressed in their Sunday go to meet and clothes. Other people are showing up in like, you know, Sawyer and Metallica hoodies. So it's just, <laughs> I just, just come to the venue. We're going to have a great time no matter what you're wearing. You know? What do you think, Al, you would be doing if you were not doing what you're doing now? Because this is a very unique thing you do. Mm-hmm. What else would you do? What are you suited for? I don't know. I keep thinking when I grow up, what do I want to do? I'm not grown up yet, so I'm not really sure. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I've always had a guitar on my lap. I mean, the first I saw the Beatles on Ed Sullivan in 1964, 
I was two years old, and from that moment on, there was never a choice of, of what I was going to do, just like some version of it. Uh, I, I don't know. I've been very fortunate. I got involved with Paul O'Neill in 1995. Uh, you know, you figure you do a couple records and a couple tours, and that's the life expectancy of a band, and this is going on 27 years now, 28 years. Uh, I, I don't know. I love you know, that something, answer. I love that answer. I'd be lying if I gave you a real answer, so you know, I, I won't, because I really have no idea. I mean, I would do something with a guitar around my neck, you know, even if it was uh, teaching, which I still do during the off-season, you know, giving a little bit back to the community and helping these kids get off the Internet and off their phones for a couple minutes and put the guitar or piano in their hands. You know, I love doing that. And, you know, I'm going to be 60 years old next week, and my uh, two youngest kids are 6 and 11, so that's a full-time job right there. Just oh, my gosh, yes, absolutely. Trans-Siberian Orchestra will be in Jacksonville at the Vice Star Veterans Memorial Arena on December 16th. It's a Friday night, and tickets go on mm-hmm. sale this Friday, um, and we hope to see everybody out there. It's going to be so much fun. I mean, you know, uh, hopefully it's a little bit more relaxed than it was last year. You know, last year was a bit much. But the show still went off great, and we did 99 shows, and the, the, uh, the folks in the audience came out, and they were so grateful to have us back, and we were so grateful to be back. So, you know, hopefully this year is a little less stressful, but, you know, even in whatever's going on in the world, it doesn't matter. You know, shut it off, get in your car, come to the venue. As soon as the lights go down, everybody, we're all going to disappear for about two and a half hours and have the time of our lives together and celebrate our holidays yet again. I'm ready. I'm ready, like, right now. I'm so ready, too. <laughs> I so am not ready. ready right now. I'm in board shorts waiting for the power to come back on. Uh, but I promise you I will be ready soon. Well, yeah. best of luck, and we hope you get that power back quickly. Uh, Thanks, guys, it's so good to hear your voices. Thanks so much for everything. You, too. Thank Talk you, to you Al. next year. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Wow, he is always so cool and so fun to talk to. I honestly didn't realize he was close to 60. He's still got that youthful spirit. I thought he was like in his 40s. When he said he was watched the uh, the Beatles on Ed Sullivan, I'm like, wait a minute, what? How's that, how's that even possible? How is so, that possible? So obviously you know that we are always ready, and we've already started this, giving away TSO tickets on the radio. Mm-hmm. I'm sure more will come your way between now and holiday time. But so. you can also get to our website um, all the way up through, I think, a couple of days before the show, before we'll pull those winners. So get to 999gatorcountry.com, go to the contest page, and register to win. If you've never been to a TSO show, I mean, you really don't know what you're missing. And if you have been, you know what an amazing, amazing night it is. Thanks so much for listening to the show after the show podcast.